0: Today on Game & Watch It marks the three-year anniversary of when Iwata first announced the Nintendo Switch. Also, that's 1,095 days for those counting. Welcome to another episode of Game and Watch It. Hi, Arzy. Hello. Hi, Polly. Hello. Great. The month is March. Yep. Cherry blossom season. Yeah. Uh In Japan, not here. (laughs) <laughs> that's
1: true. We do have cherry trees here, though.
2: <laughs> do we? Yeah, yeah we have we get some. Like cherry in... blossoms and all that kind well, of Well, if crap? you
1: have a cherry tree, it would generate cherry blossoms in the spring.
2: I thought they were called cherry blossoms just because of the color. I think they're like Japanese maple trees. Oh, okay. Then maybe that's different. I'm not I sure, might be wrong, though. I have no idea. If you're living in the Toronto area, you could find them at
0: High Park and Edward Gardens. Oh, ah, ah. that's That's key. Yeah, sweet. So spring is in the air. Yep. And we're loving it, which uh-huh. means a lot of video games to be played
2: hmm I guess hmm <laughs> who That's wants like what to normal start people are doing mm-hmm. <laughs> oh bang <it. laughs> spring is in the air <laughs> I see.
0: Yeah, we're all in heat
2: <laughs>
1: let's start with RZ here what are you playing all right so I just finished both Axiom Verge and um, Shantae half-genie hero nice so uh, I'll do an order. So Axiom Verge being Metrovania style, I, I guess with more sort of like old school graphics, but very mm-hmm. uh, much oh, uh, much more focused on uh, kind of like almost like a bullet hell style gunplay coming from the character if you think ah. about it that way. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah, not a lot yeah. of projectiles in the air, but in terms of the weapons you have, it comes off that way. Um, it's hmm. very weapon centric. Like there's a whole bunch of different guns that don't necessarily open up different doors. Just more variety. playing styles. Yeah, yeah more variety and playing styles um i enjoyed the game but i do have some just major critiques with it okay one being right out the gate that the first gun that you have by default is more powerful than every single other gun that you unlock after that point so it almost feels like the vast majority there's a large variety of different weapons most of them are pointless and you never end
2: up fucking using them is it uh,
0: like an upgrade system to make your guns better
2: no, you just get more of them. Okay. More differently. It kind of reminds me of a mixture between, like, Metroid and Ratchet and & Clank, in a sense. Because, like, that is the exact problem Ratchet & Clank falls into. is You get your, like, huge array of guns and weapons that you can use, and then you just kind of fall into, like, five of them.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I literally, it. by the end of the game, I was using maybe two to three of the more than a dozen guns I was using. There's just mm-hmm. the default one, which is a straight projectile, but does a crazy amount of damage. There was like a short-range shotgun blast that also went through terrain, so it was useful for hitting enemies that couldn't hit me. Yeah. And then there was one that was just this massive scatter shot that would shoot out forward in these kind of bifurcating arcs okay. that you could use to just hit enemies that may be in between those diagonals because you only have the... Um, the compass direct like the eight compass directions that you could aim in typically.
2: So kind of like the contra spread gun on steroids. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And um, that was that. There is so much
1: backtracking in that game. <laughs> well, it's based off yeah. of the original Metroid, correct? I was yeah, say. It also has like shares the same aesthetic. It's super eight bit almost. Or? Yeah. It's like it's like it's not quite eight bit. It's not quite sixteen bit. Like it's more of 12? I would say like eight bit influence, but there's a lot of um, higher res. Um, animations in terms of the explosions, okay. like yep. it's definitely not something that an NES could push out, but it definitely feels underwhelming by like uh, the sprite graphics you might see on a, on a Super Nintendo in some cases. I see, um, but like it's there's so much backtracking, and there are so many abilities that find just hidden doors that are otherwise unmarked. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, oh, great. Okay, I have this power now. Now I have to go back and look everywhere. Now I got this power. Now I have to go back and look everywhere. And unlike Metroid, which kind of gives you that symbol system that lets you know Mm -hmm. if there's still something you haven't found yet, there is nothing. Okay. The best you could do is you have, for each major world within the overworld, you can put two markers on the map to just say you can go back to them, which is a nice feature. But fuck by the end of the game it was just kind of like i like i am a completionist at heart when it comes to those kind of games mm-hmm. but it's just so daunting and the expectation that you just keep going back with new weapons and rehammering every single little wall yep like and a lot of them are just kind of hidden and maybe for some people that like to have that kind of aesthetic where it's not already laid out or there's not an eye winking at you saying this, maybe you should look
2: again, <laughs> kind of thing. So everything Nintendo's been doing over the past like yeah. two, th- three well, decades. Like I would say defensive
0: Nintendo, you kind of need some visual mm, flair.
2: For example I didn't I didn't mean that as a slight.
0: Well, for example, in the Legend of Zelda, like you had to go burn every single bush to find out if, yeah. if there was if the bush had like something hiding behind it. Whereas in a link yeah. to the past, they kinda like, hey guys, we can't have that that anxiety of going into a, a single screen and having to like knock on
2: every single part of the room it slows or bomb. The game down. Yeah. It it's, does, it's... but Metroid games were kinda like that in a sense too. More of the on the lines of like Axiom Verge, because I remember playing like even Fusion or um, Zero Mission mm-hmm. and like accidentally shooting a missile at like a part of a wall and all of a sudden like a missile capsule shows up and I'm yeah. just like, oh. There was like no prior hints, no signs whatsoever, no guy standing there with like flight signals and like a huge LED arrow yeah. pointing well, at I'm it. Not, it was, I'm not advocating I'm, I'm necessarily what
1: they did for Metroid Returns where yeah. you have that big radar pulse which basically reveals
0: everything around you. Which is nice in my opinion because for what Paulie's saying, if there's a missile uh, expansion hiding somewhere that there's no visual cue to tell you, then how would you know? what i like is the more medium system that you
1: would have had in let's say super metroid where you had the x-ray vision yes where and you didn't really get it until very late in the game that you can go in a room you could scan the entire room see there's no secrets and then you can mark that room off and go on with your fucking life yeah like it's not that you got okay now i could dash through one layer of walls now i could dash through two layers of walls now i dash and it damages blocks Um, Like those kind of things that like you would have no way of discerning and really know that something's there unless you're going through every room and just trying to like, and you have a bunch of tools like that. So you have a drill and there's three levels of dashing that could either cause you to glitch between walls. Huh. so there's basically four different items that you want to hammer at every single wall with
2: <laughs> okay to, so just it. to
1: see if there's anything and they all come very yeah. <laughs> like uh, interspersed throughout the game yeah, so sounds... it just
2: gets exhausting
1: like at, at a certain point I'm like okay, fuck this game like I just wanna like I just wanna beat the ending
2: yeah i I, I know exactly where you're coming yeah. from now it sounds
1: incredibly tedious third uh third criticism and I guess this one's the most arguable is the story is convoluted as fuck <laughs> it is <laughs> like <laughs> (laughs) What's it about? (laughs) Like biological machines and there's like time travel and sort of like epistemological like am I my mind or is this real reality or I'm in the machine? Am I in the matrix? Are these my memories? What time is it? Did that accident really happen? Are my memories real? And there's just a whole whole lot of that going on which is like interesting but it never really felt engaging. And in a lot of cases it was just kind of – well, this is like, and the character literally saying, "Well, this is how I feel about this now, and this is how I'm going to act."
2: Yeah, like there's this kind of mm. uh, like, uh, Paulie, did you play this? No, no, I haven't played and Verge. I want to. I want to. And Andy's been telling me to play it for a while, and I just there's a I point had had the at time. the end of the game where it feels like it's building up to like
1: a, a very important decision about what to do about big bad in the game, okay. and then like a kind of like I thought that it was going to actually present me an option of choosing what to do, and then it was just like. Well, this is how I feel, and this is what we're doing now. Who's big bad? <laughs> like, like,
2: like the boss, the big, the big, okay. the big bad enemy
1: at the end okay. that you're building up against, and without getting into too much spoilers, it kind of uh, throws some shade that maybe he's not as bad as it he seems, or that like there's something a little bit more nuanced there. But then in the end, it's just like now nah, we're gonna have a, ba- a boss battle now. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. So it's it's all these like overarching themes that just lead to like. The most anticlimactic of endings, just because of that, like you think there's going to be so much choice, or maybe like a few different things that'll like make the story a little more varied, and then it it was just Very deep
1: subject matter that I felt never really cleared itself, and since you're on this ironically very linear path, it almost felt as if like like oh, I see what you're saying. Like you know, we we're gonna present you these big questions. But we're only going to give you one answer. Yeah, gotcha. And you. this is what we're doing because it's a fucking game at the end of the day and not a
2: philosophy lecture. And you know what? I felt the exact same way about, um, oh my God, Odyssey to the West, the game that came before Sinua, whatever, Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, it was the same thing where it, there was like, it, not necessarily like, oh, all was these that the deep questions. is that yes. the monkey king? Game? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, I mean, spoiler alert, pause the podcast here because I'm going to ruin the ending. But essentially what happens is, like, you're fighting these robots in the world and it ends up, like, there's so many questions, like, where are these robots coming from? What are they doing with these people? They're not killing, they're capturing, all this kind of shit. And then at the end, it just throws this, like, ridiculous man-made matrix at you. Okay. So, like, they're capturing people to put them into the matrix so they don't have to live in this, like, post-apocalyptic world. So these things that you were fighting were really, like, the good guys in the end? It just seemed yeah, like, like such that. a weird turn. Yeah. Because, like, the whole time you're like, okay, yep, yeah, this is the plot. This is everything, the way it's going. And then out of nowhere, in the worst way possible, completely flipped it on its head. Yeah. Weird. So, RZ, did you finish the game? I did finish the game. I see. So I heard a lot of good stuff
0: about this game. Yes. Even from our uh, our friend of the show, Trickster. Yeah. Uh, a lot of really good reviews on the internet. Yep. I've been kind of wanting to play it. What's your uh, what's your final thought?
1: Um uh, in terms of like I would actually still give it an overall positive mm-hmm. cuz if you're just if you got that itch for metroidvania style gameplay which admittedly just isn't that common anymore yeah. it's mm-hmm. got that in spades it's got a lot of it and it, it kept me busy for 3 days where I wasn't really working <laughs> um so in in the end, like I'd probably give it like a like a seven seven point five. Aren't you the one who does school grades? Oh shit, I am. Aren't I? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um I give it a B,
0: a B, solid yeah. B. Cool. Yeah, Makes yeah, sense. Solid, solid B. Like it's 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 worth your time. Awesome. Okay. So I was also uh, creeping your Switch account, and I've noticed you've been playing uh, Shanti and the Pirate's Booty? No, no. Uh, Shanti. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Shanti Half Genie Hero. That's it.
1: My bad. Uh, so that's a newer one. So this is going to be a much more shorter review because the game is short as fuck. Now, is this the fifth installment
0: of the series? I think so. Like it, It's the one I believe is the one that comes immediately yes.
1: after uh, uh, Pirate's Curse.
0: Okay. And it's the first time this game is not pixel-based. Yes. It's like HD yeah. artwork.
1: Yeah, so it's actually in – well, it's not in 3D in terms of 3DS
0: sort of style, 3D, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: but it's actually like a sort of a 3D world with dynamic things moving in the
2: background. It's not pixel art.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of like um, 3D environments like uh,
2: and with 2D-based uh, artwork. Well, Shantae yeah. has always had that style to it. Like, you remember the one for DSi? You could like jump from like line to line in towns and like jump through the doors. Yes, you know what I mean. So there was always that kind of three D aspect to the game. Oh yeah, there's different planes on the Z axis. Yeah, exactly. That like you would not normally see unless you see a door and you're like, okay, I'm going to go through that and then you jump to the next line. Yeah.
0: Now this Ashanti is known for being Metroidvania as well, but lately it's been level based. Is what case is this?
2: Yeah, I will say it's much
1: more level based than Metroidvania style. Okay, Okay. it's Hmm. got it's definitely got that adventure game kind of um, theme that you unlock more power. So the main mechanic in this game is you transform into different animals mm-hmm. and those different animals allow you to access different areas you wouldn't be able to ha- normally access. So there is okay. some backtracking, but it's nice that actually the first time you return to any level or after the first time you play the level, the level itself is actually somewhat different. Okay. So let's say the first main level of the game is you're going down mainstream, it's being attacked by pirates. When you come back, it's no longer being attacked by pirates actively, but they're all there. So it's almost like, or let's say there's a desert stage that it's a daytime the first time you play it, but then after that it's night every time you play it going Cute. forward. Hmm. So there's there's a, there's a bit of variety there, and it doesn't feel as painful when you're backtracking. But mostly it comes off much more as just a, uh, a level-based platformer with more unlockable abilities. It lets you explore more areas and find more... Abilities. Uh, the game itself is really short. Like, I beat the game with 98% completion in, like, six hours, and I wasn't yeah. rushing. Like, I felt like I was taking my time with it.
0: Now, how's the music? Because I- I've seen trailers for it, and it sounds superb. In terms of just, like aesthetic in general it's, uh-huh. it's just mm-hmm. it's it's a very fun and you can
1: tell like lovingly crafted game in yeah. terms of like little animation the details mm-hmm. uh the art style you know um unrealistic body proportions at all <laughs> um and the, yeah the music the music's really fun i don't i didn't quite like the escape the danger song which is kind of like the the theme song that's it, within it's the voiced game? right it's yeah got lyrics yeah and it's uh um, it's, um... um i didn't quite like the song but i thought it lent itself very well to the game okay yeah, cool. in terms of art style, like it's just it's it's great.
0: Yeah, it's nice to see Shantae go into full um hand drawn sprites as opposed to the 16 bit, which we've seen yeah. Yeah.
2: over and over and over again. Well, this is kind of like a change for the Shantae franchise in general. As far as I had heard, they didn't go after a publisher with this one, they went to Kickstarter instead. That's right, you're correct. Yeah. yeah. I so- can tell from the credits because it took a long <laughs> fucking time. <laughs> I was seeing all the people that backed it for like oh, one dollars, yeah. five dollars, fifteen dollars, mm-hmm, all that kind of stuff. That's yeah. Yeah, it's it just seemed like it was they had a little more freedom to do what they wanted with the game I'm really happy it, it played out this way yeah, yeah.
0: and I'd, I can't wait to see what uh shante has in store for the future yeah um they also released a physical version okay which I uh, I don't I think it's like from Seed, so I don't know, I think it's gonna be like a limited run oh okay. so I've been trying to keep track of that because okay. I also want that game but I don't want to buy it digitally because I like my collection yeah and uh, are you finished with uh what you're playing yeah, more or less. Okay. So, uh,
1: uh, like, overall rating, I would say somewhere between B-plus and A-minus. Like, oh, I cool. really enjoyed it, but fuck was it short. And then it, like, as soon as you log in the game for the first time, it's like, hey, you want the DLC, too? Yeah, so that um, was a little bit... Risky's booty, or... Yeah, there, there's two. There's, like, one There's one where you play as Risky Boots, who's her main antagonist, mm-hmm. and then there's another DLC where you play as her friends, uh, Bolo, Sky, and Roddy Tops.
2: Oh, cool. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I like those
0: characters. Yeah,
1: and, and yeah, the characters have just so much personality too. Well written. Yeah, uh, nice. Uh, uh, no, uh, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of goofy. Like I don't like. I'm not gonna compare it to well written in the way that I don't like The Last of Us is. Like there's no yeah, yeah. progression. It's, games. it's it's got
0: a very Saturday morning cartoon kind of writing to it. Yeah, like. you expect that. Yeah. for sure. Cute. So I, like, I was talking about the uh, physical version of that game, so I want to hold off on to that. Okay. Now, Sonic Mania just got a announcement where oh, they yes, are yeah. Sonic Mania Plus Sonic Mania Plus where you get to play as two new additional characters yep
2: I, I think I, they're from like uh,
0: Sonic Fighting or
2: something yeah from, like I, I, I honestly I haven't looked into it too much but I was gonna say they've also released a um, a teaser for a online YouTube animated series it's being done by the person that did yes. the animated intro yeah. for Sonic Mania and I am excited as fuck yeah man. they're releasing five videos all there's no dialogue the
0: music's done by the same composer yep. so it's, it's gonna it's gonna be pretty sweet yeah I, I I was hoping they would have added that to the Sonic Mania Plus. But, like, why not just release DLC for the game instead of releasing a whole new game? It wow. just doesn't make sense. I'm really excited that they're releasing the physical version of it because now I get to <laughs> buy
1: it again. <laughs> so, wait, it's not, it's not DLC. It's actually, like, the entire game. No, you can, you can not you can't purchase it
2: as DLC. Didn't you guys both say that you realized that you hate Sonic because of uh, because of playing Sonic Mania? Or oh, yeah. Just I, you, RZ? No, that was just me. I just realized okay. I don't
1: really like Sonic. I don't intend on buying it. I would just be more annoyed that if i ever wanted to finish that game which i probably won't yeah that i would have to buy it over again to play uh, to play the a, extra content i
0: really enjoy that game from start to finish I I, yes, ma- so I, I I actually mastered it i got all the chaos emeralds i guys. got the secret ending and everything so i'm, I'm definitely going to replay it with those two new characters one's a flying squirrel and
2: one's like uh oh i know who you're talking an about an armadillo i think yeah 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 you're right cool. they're from they're, they're from like one of the offshoot games i yeah. can't remember what it is i would have liked to see amy as a playable
0: character because we haven't yeah. we've never seen her as a 16 bit character she other would, than like uh, sonic
1: about, advance yeah i was going to say that one she yeah but there, like the, that
0: game is kind of different
2: uh. yeah it was and not to say anything but amy seems to be more of a combat based character Yeah, she's got a hammer. That's it. She always has that hammer. Yeah. So, like, I feel like if they were to release something Sonic Mania-esque with Amy, they'd have to make a whole new game based around it. Okay. Because I don't think her play style is going to... Play well with the levels they've already created, which are very speed. Yeah, based. that's
0: possible. But I think the hammer was something invented for Advance or the TV show was. I don't like to Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember where the hammer started. I don't think yeah, the it hammer
1: started
2: for the cannon. Sonic Adventure. I was gonna say it was either Dreamcast or Game Boy Advance. It was okay. one of the two. I see. Yeah, Amy. She's annoying. Yeah, she is. annoying. But I'm
0: sure if they don't give her voice, uh, like a, a voice actor, and just give her keep her uh, silent. Yep. She wouldn't be so annoying. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm also playing. Well, I wasn't playing that, but I'm gonna get into what I'm playing. now. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing uh, Celeste. Yep, Polly, I know you.
2: I've uh, also oh, been playing. Celeste. Yeah, I fucking love that game today. It is
0: tough as nails. I know. Man. I but told you. But the way it's done, it's it's done with like these bite-sized challenges, so it's all it's all easily
2: uh, digestible. Yeah, which is pretty sweet. How'd you how'd you feel about the hotel? That was like easily one of my favorites. Just uh, the character was, alone yeah. and how everything played out.
0: Yeah, i I'm, I'm I really like the. The characters, the story's a little like it's all about depression. It's it's kinda of grating right now for me.
2: I'm yeah, like, okay. I
0: get it, but like
2: the, if you if you lean into the story, yeah, it's a it'll have some wear and tear on you. Yeah,
0: there was a there was one area where I think it's like maybe near the end-ish, I guess, because I've not really finished it. Mm-hmm. But I've been playing for a while and I feel like I'm getting to the peak of the mountain. Yeah. And there's one area where her buddy Theo and her they, they go through like this dialogue after like it's just a really big conversation where you have to like pick your choices and what they want to say. Have you got there? No. No, I haven't. Well, I just I got to the point where it's like, I I want to go to bed. I don't want to speak anymore. He's like, but (laughs) you still have so much to say. And I'm like, no, I'm going to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you understand. Because it's so weird. It's like you got this depression area and then you go into like this tough as nails platforming area. And it's just a weird contrast for me.
2: The whole game is supposed to be like a representation of dealing with mental health issues, I guess, like depression and something like that. So the fact that it is... Hard and challenging, but the feeling of satisfaction after coming through it mm-hmm. is supposed to be, like, you know, reminiscent of that. Yeah, maybe it's more about the struggle than, like, if, you, if you're too exactly. much focused on the agility
1: and the action and jumping around. Yeah. And rather than it's more of, like, the mental hoops you have to jump through to exactly. get yourself to do something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, think, I agree with that. I think that's a, my least favorite part of the game is the story. But, um, God, that's really good platforming. Mm. Yeah. They really know what they're doing, and, and they have these ideas, and they they develop them in unique and interesting ways that keep you coming back for more. Yeah. Um, I, I think I'm almost done. I'm almost at the peak. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: you, you should almost be done, as yeah. far as I've seen, at least.
0: Yeah. So, I think i got a few more levels. Loving it. Um, I'm also playing Kirby. Nice. Yeah. Kirby came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. think oh, you probably so can talk about it more than I can. Yeah, I'm over on like the fourth world right Um, now. Yeah, I'm still in the first world. But my first impressions are – I kind of don't understand the the multiplying
2: ability just – just yet it's the the first world they don't really use it for much okay there's like certain puzzles you'll need certain pieces for mm-hmm. the game is good in the sense that they realize there's like a bunch of different abilities and they'll give you access to the ones that you'll need for those secrets yeah but they all don't mix and match properly like some of them do
0: some of them don't like it's not it's not always a guaranteed multiplier
2: yeah there's some really cool ones like um, there's one do you mind if I ruin it uh sure okay. okay. Uh, yeah, there's one, and again, spoiler alert, so if you guys are listening and you don't want to know any of these abilities, uh, maybe put it on pause and fast forward a little bit, but... Earmuffs. Tee hee. Uh, there's one, so they implemented the, uh, ESP power, I think, in either, um, tri- triple cur- uh, triple deluxe or planet robobot. I know it was in robobot cause I, I play, it's, it's like the, uh, NES from, uh,
0: Earthbound. Exactly.
2: Ability, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that one is, uh, an electric power, but it, in and of itself it is psychic, right? Mm-hmm. If you mix that with the rock, whoever uh-huh. has the ESP power, I'm assuming it would be Kirby in this case. Okay. If you got your rock friend to jump in, he turns into one of the many different rock sculptures that he turns into, and you can control and slam him into like anything you want and drop him on an area. How's that a spoiler? It's just a, a mixed ability. Okay. More, yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. for anybody that like doesn't want to know any of the abilities, and they want to be surprised by them, right? Okay, okay. The big piece to that is in some of the puzzles, you need to smash through rock and hit... A plug that'll send electrical signal out to a door that'll open and give you secrets. Cool. All at once. And to do that, you need that dual combo. Yeah. Interesting.
0: Um, but yeah, like I think in uh, Kirby and the Crystal Shards for N64, every power was, it was had a multiplier effect. And every everything mixed and matched perfectly with everything else. And this game, it's like, oh, this one doesn't work with that one. Oh, this one, oh,
2: this one does nothing. I feel, you know what I mean? I feel it's- the exact same way. I, it, the, the friend system is cool, but I don't know why they just didn't go back to the Kirby sixty four type of right. thing for mixing powers. It yeah. just didn't make that much sense. It's kind of a it's it's a me- it's kind of messy. It's like it's it's unfinished,
0: it feels a little unpolished in terms of that mechanic.
1: It's like unintuitive mm-hmm. because there's things you think they would mix together that don't, and things that you
0: don't think would mix together that do. No, I think I think it's actually like um I think common sense, yes, it works. Okay. Like you could put a, a fire sword, a water sword, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But like, like I just wish like it always worked because sometimes yeah. it doesn't make sense and it doesn't work. Yeah. But still, like, it's a video game. Make it work. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah
2: it seems like the development started at the friends system first. Mm-hmm. And they whoever started that wasn't willing to budge on that. And then after that, the mixed combos of powers got tacked on to that yeah. as, like, a, you know, hand-in-hand marriage of two different systems. Yeah. So you can tell the friend system is by and for whatever. What is it, by and large or whatever? The, yeah, sure. Yeah. The, the, the most integral part of that game. Uh-huh. Now, the really big piece I like to it is almost the um, Yoshi's Island-esque style transformations that happen with all four of the players. Oh, I haven't discovered this yet. Yeah, this is the big piece. So you have like your friend circle, friend bridge, which is kind of boring, friend train, friend uh, flyer, I can't Friend remember. train, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be mistaken with a massage train. <laughs> 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 Moving on. Choo-choo. Anyways, there's a bunch. Of, I've, I've run into four so far. There is the uh, the wheel, which will just make you consistently run forward and plow through everything in your path. But you mm-hmm. can jump and hit different levels to get different secrets. Yep. The bridge is used to get this weird little kind of Waddle d esque looking guy with a key to another area without hitting any spikes or obstacles. Mm-hmm. So you can open up another area of secrets and whatnot. Cute. Uh, my two favorites right now are the train and the I can't remember, but it's the flyer. One of them turns the game essentially into a shmup. Okay, which let's I not love. Get, let's not get into all the transformations because I it's would like sad. to experience some of them on my own. That's fine, and then I'll, I won't get into the train, but the train is also awesome. It is okay. very reminiscent of like the train from Yoshi's. Oh, that's that's interesting island. that
0: you you uh, compare the two because I, I I I never thought of it.
2: Yeah, before. no, it's it's really cool how that worked out. Now I will say this: the worlds do get better as you go on. Mm-hmm. The challenges become a little bit harder. It is a Kirby game, so you have to be expecting that. That's it's another thing. Easy. The difficulty is a little like it's a little bland in my in my books. It always has been like it, there hasn't been a hard Kirby game since maybe '64 or before that, like Dreamland Three yeah. or you know um, All Star. Yeah, I feel like I'm just holding right and just getting or to Superstar. The end of the level. I should say. you know what I mean. The level yeah. design,
0: but like even if it was easy, like New Super Mario Brothers is is, is kind of easy,
2: but the the level design is interesting. It is, and it gets better. I will say that okay, it does yeah. get better. It's just again the. I feel, and I really hate saying this because I love the power up so much, but the amount of power ups I think is killing it because they can't find a level design mm-hmm. that matches everything that's available in the level of itself. Uh, okay, right? so it has
1: to be the levels have to be super generic, otherwise you can't really fit in all these abilities.
2: Yeah, and you're pigeonholed into one, which I would be a little more like. I was thinking about this yesterday, actually. I want them to make a Kirby beat up Because that would be the best suited thing for all the power-ups you can get. To be able mm-hmm. to suck an enemy, gain its power, and then use it against the enemies. A beat up would be the perfect it's thing it It is a beat-em-up. It's not, though. Like, just because it's on one plane? Yeah. It needs to be, like, something that is more combat-oriented, which Kirby isn't. Like, one hit from most weapons, mm-hmm. and they're dead. Yeah. There's no real challenge. Oh, in the I combat. see. You, you want, want like more saying? like a bayonetta, like, like, yeah, combo systems combo and all system, that kind yeah, of stuff. I see, like, I see. that'd be pretty cool, actually. I'm, I'm enjoying yeah. it a lot. But yeah, uh, did you have anything left that you were playing?
0: Uh, no, I think I'm, I'm done with that. But I also just want to point out that yeah. the, uh, the kissing ability in Kirby, <laughs> that, the hug ability is so cute. <laughs> it's, it's actually called feeding. feeding? So they've, they've oh, confirmed. Bro. Yeah, they've confirmed that
2: it's regurgitation. Okay, well.
0: It's, uh, <laughs> I know they brought that in from Kirby's Return to Dreamland on the uh Wii.
2: Oh no, no no no. That was uh that was Superstar. Oh, there was hugging and kissing in that? That was the first game to implement okay. that because you had your your friend that you can uh yeah. produce from your ability, uh-huh. and if he was hurt and you got a power up, you can go back and they would kiss. That's so cute. Yeah, it was it's adorable as hell. <laughs> Sweet, yeah. So that's it for me. Uh, What are you playing? Uh, I got two more. Uh, Quickly, I want to touch on Pokemon Ultra Sun Mm -hmm. and Moon, but I have Ultra Sun. I'm starting to realize that this might be my least favorite in the Pokemon franchise. Whoa. Hold the
0: phone because this is my favorite entry in the
2: franchise. Yeah, but you haven't played all of them, though. Yeah, I have. Have you played Black and White? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. I'm starting to realize that what Black and White did was actually my favorite thing that Pokemon has done. They released 150 brand new Pokemon, and that was it. You couldn't catch any of the old ones Mm -hmm. until you got the National decks after beating the Elite Four for the first time. So that created—it made it feel new, you know? And that's what I really loved about it, where I'm going through Sun and Moon. The the islands are small and, in my opinion, kind of shitty. Right, why? the variants yeah, of why? Pokemon. It just feels small. It feels cramped. It okay, feels like there's not of content. Mario why? Odyssey has small levels, but doesn't mean it's shitty. Yeah, yeah, but that's small, not shitty things. Like there's just not much to do in the in the islands. I'm just not a huge fan. Okay, well, yeah, it's it's. It, I feel like I mean, a lot of. The to, I, I just don't
1: understand what's there to do
2: in the other games, other than go from place to place and have the badges. If I feel like the islands separated it too much. Okay. And having it as one big overarching world where you can go back and backtrack and do whatever you want at any point in time without the flyability is still better than what they did in Sun and Moon. Like I understand they were trying to do something new, Mm -hmm. but for Pokemon games to work, in my opinion, they need just the big overarching world.
1: Okay.
0: I think that's one of my favorite things about Sun and Moon is that the whole island system and you can go I thought the islands were pretty memorable. They had like the area with the houseboats and they're all modeled after different Pokemon. I think it's
2: visually the most appealing game. Of the whole series visually yes but content wise no that's more my thing with it black and white is still my favorite out of all of them it it really implemented a lot of good things well yeah and then hold on i want to go back to like uh, in black and white you had 150 pokemon
0: i think that's a little limiting and if limited and it makes it feel like there's not much variety when you have only 150 there's over like 800 pokemon now it's actually starting to feel like a really, like a living, breathing world where there's so many different varieties of Pokemon. Why not? Like the more, the merrier, in my opinion.
2: Well, see, this it's funny that you bring that up. So I've been playing a lot of Pokemon games recently. I ran through uh, Gold, Crystal, X again, and now I'm on Ultra Sun. So I went on like a crazy binge, right? Yeah, that's a little sick. Yeah, it is, obviously. But my whole intention of doing this was to create Pokemon teams that I had never used. of uh, Teams with Pokemon that I had never used before. Mm -hmm. So every time I realized, okay, I hadn't used this Pokemon in a team in any other one of my playthroughs, then... uh, (laughs) Sorry. Um, Any other one of my playthroughs, it was just... uh, I just didn't use it. You know what I mean? Or Whatever, I lost my train of thought there. Sorry about that. (laughs) Anyways, so I just started doing that over and over and over again through different games, getting different experiences through them, and then I went back to Ultra Sun, Uh and I realized that, like, I just... Don't care about any of the pokemon that were in the game. How About the characters, the characters in Sun and Moon are pretty sweet. They were I how's kind of annoying now. No, wait, he's yeah. the best. No, he's kind of annoying he's now. So optimistic and 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 simple. What I makes love him. me what makes me laugh is I can't remember his name now. It was um whatever's brother. Uh team. Who has type zero or team type Skull. Oh,
1: I forget. Yeah. Yeah. No. it was something with
2: a G. I uh, yeah, I forget. Anyways, he he's he's my favorite character just because of how like angry and ridiculous yeah. he is. Yeah. He made me laugh. And I was team, just a little like. And you got coarse, Team Skull. Yeah, Guzman. Team Skulls. Yeah, Team Skulls. Good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna run through it. I might. I'm only on the second island, but I'm just running through like my thoughts, comparing yeah. X to Crystal. Because yeah, you said
0: like, you were saying before the podcast that this is your least favorite Pokemon game. Is that yeah. still true? What Sun and Moon? Yeah. Yeah. Even more than Diamond and Pearl. Yes. Which and that's sucked. saying something.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: it it didn't suck. It made me quit Pokemon. The Pokemon sucked. So, but th- this seems to be your biggest beef with Sun and Moon is that there's not enough new Pokemon. Like, e- uh, on one hand, you'll say that there's not enough content, but then you give it shit for having too many Pokemon.
2: Yeah, but they added at least another hundred to the mix in Diamond and Pearl. I found six that I liked out of that bunch. Yeah. Whether or not the rest of them were something that I liked or not wasn't the issue. I had my team, I was good to go. Mm-hmm. So, there was a bunch that I liked in that game, not to mention Diamond and Pearl was the game that implemented the split for physical and special moves. I Yeah, I definitely say that it was better than Sun and Moon. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And sorry, I know we're going over time, so I'm going to run through this real, real quick. But oh, Ever Oasis? Uh, yes. Yeah. It is
0: incredible. Yes, that is the team uh, who developed... Uh, the name of the company is Grezzo. Yep. They, they uh, ported or remade Ocarina of Time. Yep. Majora's Mask. Mm-hmm. They had the original project, which was uh, Legend of Zelda and Triforce uh, tri- Heroes. Triforce Heroes, yeah. And then they went on
2: to make their own title, which is... Ever Oasis. Mm -hmm. And as far as I know, the the head of the team was one of the main guys from the mana series back in the day with Square Enix. That is correct. So you can definitely see the influence with that. The game feels like a mixture of a mana game, Animal Crossing-esque with the town, Mm -hmm. and then Zelda for the dungeons. Yeah. So it's crazy how well all of these mix together. Um, The towns will essentially make money for you that you can use to buy better weapons for yourself Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff, you know, armor, all that. The overworld and the um, the way the enemies are there and the dungeons all feel like Zelda. we like, there's a day-night system. When night happens, the enemies become stronger yeah. and like different variants of themselves, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And the combat system is very much like mana. Many different types of weapons that you can use. Mm-hmm. There's multiple characters you can have in a party up to three. Yep. And you can use your weapons to unlock different secrets. And if you don't have the right weapon with you... You can set it because you will be going back to that area at a certain point in time. The game is, in my opinion, for what it does, mm-hmm. near perfect.
0: Yeah, it got pretty good reviews. I think it got it's like sitting in eights and nines and stuff. So yep. it got pretty good reception. Unfortunately, it came out on the 3DS yes. and the sales aren't so hot. Yep. So I, th- I have a feeling we're either going to see a port mm. or a
2: sequel coming to the Switch. If that happens, I will be very excited. It's one of my favorite franchises right now. now
0: does anyone know if uh, if
2: Grezzo also ported Wind Waker and Twilight Princess to Wii U? I don't, I don't think know. so. Okay. I don't think so. I think what they normally did was for the 3DS, 3DS okay, which is I why I think they made Ever Oasis for it because they were familiar with the uh, the platform. Okay. Cool. Yeah sweet anyways yeah just wicked game uh ultra sun and moon is a five out of 12 uh fair enough ever oasis is a 12 out of 13 and uh what was the other one i was playing kirby yeah kirby kirby i don't know let's say a 9 out of 11 awesome
0: cool Cool. okay let's uh take a break and when we get back We are going to discuss the latest Nintendo Direct.
1: Yeah, this is going to be fun. Party, party, party. Hype!
0: Hello and welcome back. Now, my favorite part, a new Nintendo Direct.
2: Yay! Yay!
0: So your overall impressions, what do you, what do you uh Erzy, let's start with you. What do you think? Come on, ride that train. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> <all right. laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I was not expecting that much content to be fired out. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm going to start with the relatively small stuff first. Yeah, well, I have a list of uh, what I want to get into, um, but I just want your overall, your positive, positive impressions course, first. positive. Yeah, oh, yeah. A lot no of question. great news there. Yeah, okay. No question. Cool. Let's get right into it. Um, they started off with the 3DS. We got a brand new game. Yep. Wear Gold.
2: Yeah. Coming out was...
0: August 3rd, if you're interested.
2: I'm definitely getting that. I haven't played a WarioWare game in like... Ages. Well, it's been a while since
0: they've released a WarioWare game. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's been a good some time. And this one looks like it's
2: a it's a best of with new ones involved. I think so. Yeah, yeah it's like a greatest hits plus like some unreleased B sides. So kind of like you
1: know? the kind of like that Mario uh, Mario Party game.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the, uh, the the best of mini yeah,
0: I think uh, it was Mario... actually more like the um, Rhythm Heaven because okay. that recently came out and it was uh, it was like a compilation of the best plus uh-huh. new ones.
2: I had no idea that came out.
0: Oh, my God, yeah, but it only came out in digital. (coughs) Excuse me, gotcha. Oh, my God, if you haven't played uh, uh, Rhythm Heaven for 3DS and you like it, go get it because it's really fantastic. Oh, I'll keep that in mind. So this one looks like they're uh, bringing elements from WarioWare Twisted, WarioWare Touched, the, uh, (laughs) WarioWare Twat. likes it uh, yeah so it's coming out august 3rd that looks pretty sweet any other any mm. other thoughts
2: uh no just i want to i want to play it i haven't played a WarioWare game since the one for wii so that'll give you an indication of how long it's been sweet.
0: next song next, next song. song okay now we're going to get into some remakes and some ports for the 3ds starting with one of my personal favorites mario and luigi inside bowser Sorry. Inside story? Yeah, <laughs> inside story. Inside Bowser's story. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah no, yeah, Bowser's I inside it's story. Bowser's story. There you know, we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have written it down properly. Tee-hee. <laughs> um, yeah, so this came out for the DS back yep. in the day. Yes. Is it a port or is it a remake or what's what's going on Sorry, here? it's coming out for 3DS, correct? It's coming out for 3DS. So uh, are they making it 3D? I believe so, but the last few games were in 2D. Yeah. But one of the like Dream I remember uh, Dream Team is in 3D. So Alpha I don't know what Alpha Dream is doing, but they're all over the place with that kind of stuff.
2: It could be a remake of sorts. I don't think they built it from the ground up though. I think they might have just changed some of the assets, like okay. some of the creative. Yeah. And then beyond that, I, it seems like it's going to be very much the old game.
1: Yeah, I, I would be very surprised if unless they tack on some 3D elements, I would be yeah. very surprised if it's substantially different.
2: Well, they did tack on the other side of the story with the enemies and whatnot. That's oh yeah be a part Bowser juniors, well. yeah that's yeah. bullshit. <laughs> kind of no, I don't know. I mean it's it's on the game. It's not like it's gonna be like paid DLC after the that's fact true, or whatever. Yeah. So if I play it, I play it. If I don't, I don't. But I'm I'm looking into this right now.
0: Now something else that's interesting is that they skipped Mario and Luigi Partner in Time.
2: Yes, Partners in
0: Time. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is kind of weird because they they remade the first one, they skipped it, and then they went into the third one.
1: Well, I, Which, I kind of feel like Inside Story, if I'm recalling correctly, was one of the better, if not the best, reviewed in that series. I think you're right. Yep. So why waste their time on
2: a dud just for the sake of continuity? Yeah, I always, yeah. I, I have like fond memories of uh, Partners in Time but it it was my first one that's why i never played the original until after the original one is special oh yeah i got it afterwards and played it on my sp and that game is yeah absolutely spectacular but my first one was partners in time so it kind of holds a special place in my heart because of that
0: okay fair enough but
2: you're right it wasn't the best one and another interesting thing is that it's coming
0: out in 2019 odd right a little far out yeah i think they're really trying to hit home that like they're still supporting the 3ds yeah Yeah, with
1: one or two games a year. Which, how do we feel about that? Like, it just feels kind of like, I don't know, maybe they just don't want to give up that market share until they have that many more
2: Switch units in circulation. But, like, this is all old content that's coming out. So, like, is it really that much? Is this really that big? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah. a WarioWare greatest hits and then a game that already existed on the DS being ported slash remade slash remastered yeah. on the 3DS. Yeah. So, like, it's not like we're getting, like, a brand new, like, Mario and Luigi game. It's just we're getting some old stuff that, like, maybe I haven't played before. We're getting some old stuff, but they're also
0: goodies. And I want to get into Luigi's Mansion. Games. Yes. Uh, yes. Now, Luigi's Mansion uh, for 3DS is, uh, is pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. The, the original game was actually made in 3D with the GameCube, yeah. And then uh, apparently, like they they ditch that idea. But this game was always meant to be in 3D, and it's pretty cool that it's actually finally happening. Yeah, I never
1: actually
2: played that, so you yeah. never played the original. No, uh, I don't believe so. No, damn, no, that was like the launch title for me. I bought it day one with the GameCube, and I played the crap out of that okay. game.
0: Yeah, I bought it way later, like I think when the Wii was out. As like a collector's item. Oh, really? And I, I, I actually, it's a, it's a tra- uh, tradition to uh, play it every Halloween. Oh, nice. And actually Dark Moon, uh, the, the sequel, I've been starting to play that during the holiday season. Hmm. I, I
2: still haven't played it. I need to. Oh. I know, I've it's heard. Very,
0: it's very different because it's mission-based where the other one's more like open world or open mansion-based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're two completely different games and they're both special in their own way. I can't hmm. even remember what bundle games I got with my
2: GameCube. Was Beach it, was- Spikers. <laughs> there was I, uh, a there was a Star Wars game that came out. Yes, on launch. I, ha-
1: I have that one. And I think uh, was Brawl out at launch?
2: No, was I was like a one. week no, later. No,
1: no, no. Or not Brawl? I mean Malay. I think uh, it came out like a week later. Okay, because I, I I know I didn't get my GameCube right at launch. I got it like a, a month or two, like closer to the Christmas deal season.
2: Yeah, no, I remember I was standing in line as a kid in like Toys R Us with my mom, just like please, please, please maybe please, Pikmin. Please, Did please, Pikmin come please. out? Did Pikmin come out at launch? No, okay. yeah, no, no, no. The only two I remember were Luigi's Mansion and. Was it Rogue Squadron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. You're correct. It was great. Yeah. yeah no, they good things.
0: Visually, it was beautiful as well. And that was Factor 5, who actually, uh, their newest game that they just released, you could find on that Super Nintendo that you just bought. The uh, Cinti? Yes. What's it
2: called? The, uh, analog, uh, the Super Analog NT. Yeah. So the people who or made analog, super Rogue NT, Squadron
0: made that Factor 5 game. On that comes bundled with it.
2: Oh, okay. Yay. Yeah, yeah, Um company. Super Turken and Super Turken too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. So that's
0: kind of a neat little Easter egg, I guess. oh huh, go figure. Yeah. And uh, so Luigi's Mansion, you guys gonna get it? Maybe. It depends on the price
2: point. Yeah. Like I don't any know. of these ports, it depends on the price point. Yeah. If this is like a $40, $50 game, I'm probably gonna wait. Yeah. Because I know it's gonna be a Nintendo Select at some point. You know what I mean? Or I know, when the like, 3DS finally gets phased out, it's going to go on sale. I'm not. I'm in no rush to replay that game on portable. If yeah, I want no, to, I can I play it on my GameCube. It's coming out this year. I have a feeling it's going to be
0: around Halloween, and I'm definitely going to pick that up cute it's yeah. so cute
2: any of these ports i'd be vaguely
1: like i'd be interested mm-hmm. in but it really matters whether or not they're above or below the sort of 30 price range
0: that's true yeah, yeah. but it's nice that these these 3ds games are coming out because these switch games are getting ridiculously expensive <laughs> Yeah. so it's, it's yeah. nice to have these uh I, i'm so happy that they're making 3ds games because it gives you a different price point when purchasing games yeah and uh, the last 3ds port slash remake well, that is more of a port is a uh, captain Toad captain toad Treasure Tracker. Now this is
2: coming out for both Switch and 3DS. Yeah. And I'm getting the Switch one. The 3DS one just seems like it's going to be a inferior product compared to what Well, of course. The yeah, Switch, it's underpowered, right? but I think
0: I, I always say this. I I'm fascinated with demakes and I think there's something super special about seeing this in the small screen and in 3D. Plus with dual uh, dual
2: screens. I'm just worried. I'm worried because they released a game that was less graphically intensive in Xenoblade Chronicles on the 3DS. But and that, that game was not that good.
0: That game is like graphically intensive with reali- realistic graphics. This is a cartoon.
2: Yeah, but this is a Wii U game too. So like we're looking at a
0: generation later. But if you think about it, Super Mario 3D Land is the um, is the first game before 3D World. Yep. And it was basically like the same engine... But on two different platforms. We'll see what it looks like. I just hope that Captain Toad's head doesn't end up looking like a D12 die or something. <laughs> <laughs> like a super
2: polygonal. Yeah. yeah, I could see it. I could definitely see no, it. No,
0: I think if, if if Mario looked good in 3D Land, then Captain Toad will look good in um, uh, Captain Toad's Treasure Tracker. Well,
2: how did how did Donkey Kong fare on the 3DS? Because I think that might be a better indication.
0: Well, No. It's not because 3D Captain Toad was on the engine that was on 3D World, and 3D World is based off of the engine of 3D Land. Do you understand where I that know, comparison? I know I know where you're why coming I'm from in these
2: two games. I I see where you're coming from. I'm still not convinced. The game was still made specifically for the Wii U, and it's graphically I, just, beautiful on the Wii U. It is, yeah. and, but it's also the amount of assets that they could have put on a screen at once, yeah. and how you know how intensive the actual yeah. architecture of the game is compared yeah. to. You know. So. Also a
0: disclaimer, I actually mastered it on the Wii U, so like I've already played the, the pretty version. So yep. I'm actually want I, I wanna go back and play the the less uh good looking version.
2: I don't know. There's I never pros and cons. Yeah. Yeah. I never played it on the Wii U, so I'm I'm gonna get it on the switch. Oh, to for- me it's still portable. You know what I mean? I'd rather just yeah. keep it on the switch.
0: And there there's some items in there's some levels in uh toe tracker where uh you had to blow into the mic and you had to use a touch screen so i'm interested how they're going to utilize that on the on switch the switch yeah mm. i think they already said they're gonna use pointer controls but seems a little uh, forced yeah, yeah and got we you. got uh, odyssey levels that they're adding to it yes did right. you see that yes. yeah yeah as you dunk city was one of them yes yeah, yeah. that looks pretty sweet mm. so i think that's it for the 3ds yep uh, let's move on to uh, Switch. Oh boy. Lots of uh, <laughs> games announced for the Switch, but mostly ports. So yep. let's get into the ports first. Fire up the old port machine. Yeah. Uh, first one, obviously, Captain Toad, we just discussed. Next, we're going to get into uh, Okami. Hype. Yes. i never played Okami before. Uh, and I I'll probably play it. It's <laughs> such
2: a good game. Yeah. I've uh-huh. also never
0: played it. Yeah. So I'm excited to play
2: it as well. You've played it, Polly. Mm. What do you think? Uh, it is absolutely fantastic. It was okay. So you have to understand this game was made to be a Zelda game mm. of
0: sorts. It actually beat out Zelda in Game of the Year. It, uh, it beat out Twilight Princess in uh, IGN's uh, Game of the Year when it came out originally.
2: I I think it more has to do with the aesthetic. Don't get me wrong, the game is fantastic. Mm. And I think a lot of people were more surprised in how well somebody else could do a Zelda game, especially when what were they called? Clover, Clover, yeah, yeah, Clover Studios, which went on to be uh, Platinum Games. Yeah, so they were small at the time. That was their first game, if I'm not mistaken. No, they I think were, Beautiful uh, Joe, right? Um, Resident Evil Four. Was that all before Okami? Because Okami was PS2.
0: Resident Evil Four was PS2 as well.
2: Yeah, but it was a little we'll later. We'll have to check this. Yeah, yeah fact check afterwards. But anyways. Um, The game itself is amazing. The story is incredible. The characters and the powers that you can get from said characters are all amazing. Mm -hmm. Dialogue is great. The aesthetic is easily one of the best I've seen in any game. It's beautiful. Yeah. And they nailed it, just even with the theme, let alone the actual visuals. Yeah. Did you so, ever
0: get a chance to play the sequel, Okami? Den for the DS?
2: I owned it, but I never played it. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I just, I had it, and I was looking at it, and I just, I had heard it didn't live up to it, and I no. didn't want to ruin Okami for myself, so oh, I was wow. like, okay, I'm shelving this. I see, I see. Yeah.
0: Uh, cool. You guys can get your hands on that this summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another good port that I'm actually interested in that I never got to play is South Park: The Fractured, but. Whole. Yes, I don't think you're saying that fast fast enough. I like in the Nintendo Direct. I like how they, they pause it. Yeah, they out. go out of their way to make yeah. sure that I actually saying yeah, the fractured, the fractured but
2: whole. Yeah. <laughs> I love Trey Parker, and Matt Stone. God damn it, they're fucking comical geniuses sometimes yeah. with this
0: shit. I played the first one. Uh, what was the first one called?
2: Um, oh, the Stick uh, of Truth. Yes, Stick of Truth. Yeah,
0: so that yeah. was fantasy based, kind of based off Lord of the
2: Rings. Where this one is superhero-based. Yeah, and it's also a different uh, battle system. Where it was turn-based, very traditional RPG-esque and stick a truth, this one is strategy-oriented with a grid system. Kind of like okay. a Mega Man Battle Network. Exactly. Very yeah. yeah. much so. Okay. Where the first one is more Paper Mario. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Looks good. Um, I, the trailer in the Nintendo Direct was kind of shitty because they, they couldn't show anything vulgar. <laughs> yeah. So it looked very plain and simple. Or just kind
2: of generic, but
0: yeah. um,
1: Yeah, they didn't do a very good job of showing off what that game has going for it.
0: Yeah, they did not.
2: Yeah, I've only ever seen one piece of that game, and it's in the strip club, where you have to make a drink that's going to make the DJ six. you can get into the back and talk to the strippers. Okay. And you have to put some unsavory things in that drink. Yeah, that sounds fun. yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I really enjoyed the first one. I played it on Steam, actually. And uh, I'm excited that we'll be able to play it on our on our Switch.
1: Yeah, I really enjoyed Stick of Truth. I'm a little bit leery of this one and the amount of DLC involved and having uh-huh.
0: a season's pass and all that
1: stuff. I I want to wait for the port to be released because mm-hmm. I am I, I'm always leery of anything any parts coming from the majors because we haven't yeah. seen. Too too much of that. Like I, I don't know what we've had in terms of Ubisoft support um, Mario on the Rabbids. Switch, other than Mario <laughs> and Rabbids, But that was a game built um, from the ground
2: up. Raymond yeah. Legends is coming out on the Switch too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but that's been ported to every system under the sun. Yeah, it's. Um, yeah, yeah, but so, probably...
1: like, I want to, I want to see, see more in terms of the reviews of before I sink my teeth into that one.
2: I fair.
0: think we'll see a complete edition, don't you think? That's what I would prefer. Yeah, I, like, I think we
2: would. It came out like last year, so I doubt it. Honestly, I doubt it. We're, we're probably going to see a couple of exclusive things on the Switch at the absolute most, and the rest of it is going to be the same old story of DLC being released after the fact. I don't know. I think a lot of games, a lot of
0: ports that come out on Switch are complete editions so for the most the, part. isn't
1: the fractured but whole, um, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's so much fun to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't it already released on other systems? Oh, it's been out for a while now. So yeah. then is there like a different release schedule for the DLC for the Switch than there would be for the other stuff? Or is it going to be sort of you buy the season's pass and you get the content that was already released? N-
0: did, did they say anything about a season's pass in this track? Yes. They did? Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: That's I why I'm, I found it a little bit curious because I thought this game's been out for a while, so I would imagine it's in its
2: DLC completion phase, unless yeah. I'm mistaken. It, well, it, it only came out fairly recently, and by that I mean like... About five months ago, if oh, I'm not mistaken. Okay. I think it was like November or October when it came out. Yeah, you're right. So it's still fairly new. They might have released one or two pieces of DLC, which will launch with the system. Mm-hmm. Again, okay. I'm or with the port to the Switch. I'm assuming that they're going to charge you for it no matter which way it's sliced. But if yeah. you buy the seasons pass, you're getting those instantly as well as anything else that's coming in the near future. Okay.
0: That's cool. Moving on. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we have uh, Dark Souls. We actually finally got to see some footage. Yep. And it looks pretty crappy. Really? Well, it's, it doesn't look good, but it's—it's it's uh, Dark Souls. It yeah. was a PS3 game. It's—it's it's, you know what I mean. It's—it's yeah. it's gonna look like a downgrade. Totally. Yeah. No, it looks fine. Um, we also got to see an amiibo which is super cute. Oh, I oh, want I that. Yeah, the that. Warrior of the Sun.
2: Who oh. is that guy? Yeah, I, I never played the game, so I can't the really Internet. say that. I know his
1: name is Solaire, and he's very popular, and he praises the sun. That's, that's, a, that's, it, yeah. a, that's the, the length that I know. Because
0: the internet's flipping out, and yeah. I'm like, he must be like, is he like the merchant from Resident Evil 4, where he's got like that kind of coolness to him?
1: Well, I think he's definitely, from as much as I could tell, he's got that kind of mystique that totally. he's just his beloved yeah. Yeah.
0: character. They really need to bring the merchant back from... Uh, Resident Evil 4? Yeah. Yeah. What are you yeah. buying? That's my what character for, for uh, Smash character predictions. <laughs> We're spoilers! We'll get, that, yeah. we'll get into that shortly. And then we also got some smaller titles like Undertale, Crash Bandicoot, and uh, Little Nightmares.
2: No, okay, yeah. I do want to say this because this is gigantic. I know we've seen Crash Bandicoot games on Nintendo consoles before yeah, when he, they got bought by
0: Activision. Yeah, he's been on lots of uh, Nintendo platforms. But
2: this is a remake of the exclusive games that were on the original PlayStation, uh-huh. this is very different. So yeah. to see this game not be an exclusive anymore with PlayStation, mm-hmm. and you're actually seeing these games getting re released on another console, I think this is way bigger than a lot of people are. You know, maybe if it the game was good, it'd be a big deal. But what are you it's talking not. about? They're great games. Uh, I, I I've if.
1: heard very negative things about the Insane Trilogy. Oh, yeah, maybe
2: about the the trilogy. I haven't played it, but I'm just saying the games in general. Like I have very fond memories of all three.
0: Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I I actually have memories of playing the first one and it was pretty good, but it wasn't like anything to
2: write home about. Well, it was it came out before Mario 64, so like it was the first time we had seen a 3D platformer. It wasn't 3D. You're moving instead of left to right, you're moving front to back. Yeah, right? which would make it
0: 3D. <laughs> there was no, set but it was axis. like... There was, but it wasn't like a
2: 3D open mm. world. You're you're going down a hallway, was, essentially. I'm not saying this is anywhere close to what Mario 64 uh, okay. did. I'm just saying it was the first look that people had yeah. at like a 3D platform. If,
1: if I'm going to be playing a platformer, I'm going to play something better than these sort of antiquated games that, from what i heard, were not mm-hmm. ported well and, from what I've also read, have not aged terribly yeah. well. And especially
0: yep. you have no nostalgia for this. So yeah, so
1: there's no there's no nostalgia that's driving me back to this. Like Crash Bandicoot, I only played a handful of times ever and only for short bursts, and uh-huh. it never yep. pulled me in then. I don't see why that would change now. Yeah. That's fair. That yeah. is fair. You know what
0: really excites me as a Nintendo fanboy <laughs> is uh, the Crash Bandicoot, uh, uh, Bandicoot commercials from the 90s where uh, Crash is outside with a megaphone yelling at the Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he's yeah, making yeah. a complete fool of himself <laughs> like 20 years later, and now he's uh,
2: he's on our little system. They actually do a commercial in the exact same vein, but it's like, I love you. Oh, my God. Please let be- me on your console. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember me? He's like
0: the janitor in the halls of the Nintendo headquarters. <laughs> <course. laughs> Uh, i love all those characters from the 90s who were like oh he's make fun of nintendo like the sega campaign nintendo does what uh sega do does what, what nintendo yeah yeah and you had crash Bandicoot. everyone's so much cooler but like it's, it's, well, it's the like 90s
1: this- it was cool and hip and you tucked your shirt into your underwear yeah yeah
0: yep. Yep. yeah <laughs> it's just funny to see everybody like uh not doing so hot yep i get
2: it, it makes me happy <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like seeing those those, those douchebags from high school and they're all like cool and uh, stuff and now they're probably just like janitors somewhere
2: yeah yeah sneaking uh insane trilogy copies into reggie <laughs> fiume's office yeah
0: we're the cool kids now
2: <laughs> yeah. but yeah back to dark soul or dark souls Polly. You yeah think you're gonna play that on switch i i'm i'm thinking about it yeah. i've been wanting to but i just don't know if it's I think it looks great. I'm just worried that it's going to be the older system out of the bunch. Yeah. I kind of want to pick uh, our friend Joe's brain. He helped me make the, uh, the podcast music. That is correct. He is a hey, huge. Joe. Oh, hey, Joe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hi. He's, he's a huge uh, Dark Souls fan. Really? So I can talk to him and say, like, hey, like, what do you think about, like, one, two, and three in of mm-hmm. themselves? If he says go for it, I'm probably going to buy it's it. It's just one. It is just one. That's it's what I'm saying. He's, yeah, but I'm, I'm going to say, like, in comparison to I the see. other ones. Okay. Because, I mean, I do have my PC. Now I can play all of them. Yeah, exactly. You know what right I mean? Yeah. So, like, that's yeah. kind of where I'm coming from. Yeah. You know, I have nothing bad against Dark
0: Souls. I don't know if I'll play it, but, like, I, I think I'd like to try it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. It's cool to see Dark Souls on the Switch. Personally, I would have preferred one of the more modern, updated versions of Dark Souls, which is actually... Push me, or, or like Dark Souls 3 or 2. Okay. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. It's going to be like, tough.
0: Yeah, I, I imagine it's going to be difficult for the Switch to handle that graphically. Well, not really. They they can handle Doom and they can handle like, uh, Wolfenstein 2. Yeah, yeah, so yeah but Doom was a much
2: smaller game.
0: Mm, Castlevania, Dark Souls is... uh, Castlevania 2 isn't. What do you mean? Uh, Castlevania 2 isn't. Which Castlevania 2? Yeah. Uh, Colossal. <laughs> What oh, you're talking, talking about the new about? one? Oh, fuck. I'm talking about uh, Wolfenstein. Say- sorry. Oh, oh,
2: Wolfenstein to the new Colossus. Yeah, 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 yeah sorry, yeah. sorry. I get those
0: confused. My bad. I, again, that I don't, has that been released? No, but it's being made by uh, ID? Panic Button, sorry. Yeah,
2: yeah, it is Panic Button that is doing that. But again, it, Dark Souls is just because it's more of an open world type of game. Yeah. It's going to be much more intensive than like the much more linear style first person shooters that are coming Bigger up. Bigger than Breath, Breath of
0: the style. Wild? No, but... I don't know, Paulie. After, after
2: Doom coming out, anything's possible on the Switch and it, it it shows. I'm just, I'm standing by my theory that with this, uh, From Software is going to release something along the lines of Bloodborne. Yeah. So it's going to be an exclusive game in that vein made specifically for the Switch. What? So they don't have to deal with the porting issues that are com- going to come from it. They're going to make it from the ground up for the console. I think that would be a better option. We'll see. Yeah. That's just me.
1: That, that would be something I'd be more inclined to play than yep. a port of what is the first game of a series, which, though very inspirational and very influential on current gaming now, yep. has some very unfinished edges. That, oh, yeah. It's also the fact that like when I read about these games, and especially more modern JRPGs that have a, a lot of depth and customization, like I was looking at, not that it's a JRPG, but I was looking at Darkest Dungeon, for example. Oh, yeah. When I hear that there's a very complicated... And not intuitive um, game system. Mm-hmm. It, like in my old age it's scaring me away from a lot of games. Because I just don't want to invest the time to learn how to play this game. Like I want to yeah. be able to. Not to necessarily mean I want games to be easy. But I want to be able to just play the game. Without yeah. having to read on forums and do research. To know that I'm not fucking up the game from point zero.
2: Yeah. No, no, no. You're, you're fine. Especially in the, in the vein of Bloodborne. They were a little more customizable in yeah. that sense. So that it would be easier to just kind of have your own play style and run with it and still be able to have fun with the game.
1: Yeah, it's like why I really want to be able to play Persona 4, but when I tried playing uh, SMT, it's just like, okay, this is too,
2: mm. there's too much going on here. You mean Persona 5? Oh, sorry, yes, Persona 5. Yeah. Persona 5, you're not going to fuck up your character. Yeah. Uh, I will say that. There's just It's not as intensive. If you ever get a chance, if you ever end up getting a PC that's going to be able to play it, if they ever do port or it, which Switch. I'm sure they will.
0: Possibly. Yeah. You never We've know. seen Persona games Maybe on the Nintendo platform? Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. Uh,
2: but someday. <laughs> if you get a chance to play it, play it. The game is fucking incredible. But anyways. Yeah, let's get on to
0: the last two ports. We have Undertale and uh, Little Nightmares, which yep. uh, look, looks pretty good. I like Little Nightmares. I uh, I It's the first time I've seen it, surprisingly. And uh, yeah. it looks super cool. Yeah. It's
2: right up my alley. I, yeah, I'd never really heard about it before. I haven't done much research, so would you mind explaining it to me a little bit? Seems like uh, you're in, like, these dioramas
0: with uh, these oversized monsters. Very creepy looking. Super, like, Tim Burton, but a little, like, further away from the Disney style of Tim Burton. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's actually kind of scary, but you're, like, a little kid and, like, you're, you're, I think they're all, like, environmental puzzles, Mm. and you got a figure it out to get to escape from these horrible monsters and there's two different stories so it's kind of like a
2: two in one yeah it
1: it, it looks very interesting so Mm -hmm. i want to
2: see more about this yeah it It kind of of, sorry it it kind of reminded me of what was that flashlight game for the wii that like horror game where you your only weapon was the flashlight light Fragile um, Dreams no, into something. Yeah. Long. It was
0: made by XSEED. Uh, XSEED X-E published it. <laughs> yes. I, that game was special,
2: man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I had never played it, but I had heard amazing things. Every time I saw video footage of it, I thought, like, I need to play It's very, this like, quiet, and you're, like, tiptoeing around
0: this, like, dystopia Japan, but it's bright and beautiful. Yeah it was oh man i, I i'd love to, to to revisit that game
2: yeah and this game kind of it it reminded me yeah of no that it's, game. it's nothing like that I know but it, <laughs> you know how there was like there's like the little flashlight thing like I, I, I remember seeing it in the trailer there was something like that okay and as soon as I saw that my mind instantly went to there interesting that's that's a
0: odd comparison
2: yeah but yeah if you, if you
0: uh if you want to play a good game go try fragile Key. undertale I mean I just beat the game, <laughs> yeah, <so. laughs> I mean,
2: it's nice. It's nice that it's porting to the Switch. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Okay. I own it already. I don't need it on a portable system. Yeah.
0: Okay. Let's get some. T- let's get into some juicy uh, announcements. Yeah. So Splatoon Two. Actually, no. Let's get into some updates of uh, some games. We got uh, an Octopath Traveler. Oh my update. god,
1: that game. So is Project so cool. Octopath Traveler has announced its
0: name. Yes. Surprisingly, it's Octopath Traveler. <laughs>
2: It's so original. <laughs> yeah, that game. The more I see of it, the less I'm interested in it. Oh no, I am the complete opposite. The more I've been seeing of that game, I need it now. Okay. Like I need it. Yeah, I, I can't wait to play that. I think game. the art style is horrendous.
0: It's well, no, Are I, you I That's I mean, crazy. I, I'm exaggerating. I, I think it's like all these like weird brownish. It's all. It's like it just like kind of sepia tone So you don't like the color direction. I don't like the color direction. I don't like the the, the 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 art style, like the actual like pixels art. They're like it's super what, generic. That it
2: has like it, the game looks like it has a permanent
0: vignette like on it. You know what I'm no, saying? No, I don't mind like... the I don't mind the vignette. I just think I think it, it looks very bland. I think the um the three dimensional elements are kind of interesting, but when you have this this muddy mess of browns and reds and oranges, it just doesn't. Is it because it's kind of like a throwback, but without being. Like you know, it's trying
1: to look like old school RPGs in a lot of ways, so it makes it come off generic to you. Is
2: that maybe? But it's still more modernized than that. The reason I love it so much is that they've taken that old aesthetic and made it feel new.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I think uh, personally,
2: in in my opinion,
0: yeah, no. Personally, I just it does uh, I'm not a fan of the the
2: look. Okay. Maybe if it was done with like brighter colors and like. Cartoony, I I don't know. I feel like I it just, might have I, taken away from the overall game. Like, the game could have very dark tones that will feed into what the aesthetic is trying to achieve, right? That's so true, yeah. We, yeah. we won't know until the game comes out. I know the demo is available. I still need to play it, but... The demo's quite good. Yeah? I played it, yeah. Hmm. Do you guys play the demo? No, I didn't even oh, know there was no. a demo. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty lengthy, too. All right.
0: Every, every line is voice acted. It's it's kind of cool. Huh. I'm surprised I'm the only one who played it here.
2: Yeah, that, that actually is a little odd. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Cool. You guys can pick that game up on July 13th. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we also got an update on Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes. Yep. Ah, good for you, Suda. Yeah. You. Me, money. Money, me. <laughs> me, me, money now. <laughs> Are you referring to the, uh, the, yes, that, that's, the uh, episode we did where we named it after that quote? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what do you guys think of that game? Did we finally have some uh, gameplay? It looks nothing like what it used to look like. Third yeah. person. Yeah, it's very different. One
2: to one katana. I'm not convinced yet. I want to see how it's going to uh, be received first yeah, yeah. before I, I give it a shot. I'm just not impressed. Well, it isn't no more heroes three,
0: so like it has a grace right there. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. It's, it's.
2: I don't know. I feel the same way. It just it kind of fell short of the mark. It looks like know? a generic arcade top down yeah. shooter with people which isn't necessarily bad like there was that game i think it was called rush mm. that came out on ps4 and pc and whatnot and it was essentially a boss rush game yeah where it was a mixture of like your typical over the top isometric type view with like zelda stuff as well as a mixture of like bullet hell shmup yeah cells with it And the game got reviewed incredibly well. I've been meaning to play it for ages. I've been watching videos on it. It looks really, really fun. So if they can do something like that, then yeah, I think it could work. It's just what they showed off wasn't interesting. Yeah, I agree. Um, The boss battle art that they
0: they showed off, all the different bosses and that beautiful art style, Mm -hmm. that looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Moving on. Yeah. uh, Mm -hmm. Splatoon 2 Octo Expansion Announcement DLC. I'm excited. It's going to pull me back into Splatoon 2 again. Yeah, 100%. That music with that trailer. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. That sexy walk as she walks <laughs> down. That was a yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> very sexy was, walk. Was, it was a little unsettling. Yeah, it was, it, was little unsettling. <laughs> it, was, it was a little unsettling. It was cool. We got to see Captain Cuttlefish make a return. Yeah. We got to see brand new characters,
2: yep. which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? The fact that this is all based off of the octopi is kind of cool. That is true. And it's
1: finally what everybody's been saying yep. playing as an Octoling in multiplayer. Yeah. Yep. Finally, coming out. There's also Pearl and, Mar- uh, Pearl and Marina looking like uh, Tupac and Biggie. Yeah. In yeah. Their yeah, yeah.
0: outfits. <laughs> Just brimming with personality. Yeah. The whole trailer, everything about it seemed pretty awesome.
2: Yeah. I'm excited. I think the biggest piece outside of everything is the fact that this is a single player experience, which is fitting right into my wheelhouse. Yeah.
0: And you have to beat the single player to unlock them, uh, unlock the Octo Links to play, and play as in multiplayer.
2: Yeah. That's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sweet. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm excited. I want to see more about it. I know they showed off a fair bit. Yeah, they showed off a ton. Again, I just don't feel like any of that is going to be a huge piece to what the overall package is going to be with that. So I do want to see more. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's a definite buy for me.
2: Yeah, same. Yep.
0: Yeah, it'll be nice to get back into it with a price tag of $20, but
2: whatever we've so. i've paid i've paid more for less yeah even outside of that
1: though they keep releasing more balance patches which always seem to come with more outfits more weapons like there's been plenty of additional content that has been rolling in since yeah. we
0: more or less stopped playing that game yep yeah twenty dollars is okay i have, i see nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. especially when you get a whole like single player they said what like 80 missions yeah and i'm hoping they're if if it's the if it's a 80 new missions i have a feeling they're going to be a little smaller which I really want because the single-player mode in Splatoon 2, the levels were a little long for my liking. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. They, they kind of went on a little, bit, a little bit longer. Yeah, they lingered mm. a little too long. So it would be nice to get some, some short yeah. bites of the levels. I, yeah. I just like
1: seeing um, DLC in a mm. multiplayer-based first-person shooter that isn't map packs. You oh, know true, what I mean? Yeah. They've been yeah. releasing more maps and more songs as free updates and this DLC, as far as I can tell, is purely optional. Like I, you know, from like, let's say a Halo or a Call of Duty, yep. where the DLC comes with more maps, and then to play in certain playlists or to play with certain people, everybody has to have the DLC. So it almost forces your hand in getting it yep. if you really want to continue to play online. Uh, like I like that this seems to be, as far as the multiplayer aspect, it seems to be
0: more or less optional.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I like it. Yeah, me too. I like it.
0: <laughs> and then Mr. Oh. Koizumi said uh there's one more thing yeah and it was a splatoon related announcement yep what did you guys when you guys first saw as soon as
1: i saw it i'm like isn't this I'm like, this, yeah. this is,
2: like, like as soon as I saw them running around, I'm like, well, they just showed the game. This is the, yeah, Splatoon t- this is the Splatoon 1 character. I was Yeah, I was running through the same thing in my mind. I saw them running around, and I'm like, they just showed off Splatoon news. Like, there's no way this is Splatoon-oriented. What can it be? And it was racking my mind. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Like, yeah, I, like no. I was thinking for a moment before, I hope this is not just DLC
1: for Smash 4. Uh-huh. Like, I'm hoping, like, this is, like, if this is a new game, like, a yeah. new game
0: hinting towards, or even a port. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know I did not expect Smash. That was the last thing that I was expecting. I I personally thought that it was a Splatoon 1 port for 3DS or something. Mm -hmm. I felt like like we
1: might see a Smash launch in like Q4 or something like that. uh I was not expecting that to come this
0: early. Yeah. Yeah. So the reveal of the trailer was Super Smash
2: Brothers, and everybody's talking about it. Um, Is it a port? Is it a new game? It's a new game. It's a new game. There's no question it's a new game. It has to be. They would not put breath of the wild link into a port of yeah, an older that, that's the,
1: that's the only that's the one major argument I would have now is that they're show like the models and silhouettes are different from the models that you would see yeah in
0: that uh, is true we also it's Smash also four. a brand
2: new logo we have never seen that that logo in that in that style yeah. Yeah, I look, I'm just very, very excited. my mind is going crazy right now with who they can add into this game. It's coming out this year. That's it is that's out an this even year. Yeah. Yeah. Is the even more impressive part. That's last... crazy. That was not leaked in like the
1: like let's say when they announced they, they've announced what uh what is it? Metroid four. Yeah. They announced that last year, uh-huh. but yet that game is coming out later than this game that was just announced now.
2: <laughs> well, you know what, to be fair, I'm assuming they're using the same engine as four, which why not? I've, yeah. Of course, I'm, I don't have a problem with it, but that makes the development a lot easier. I feel like they're taking the
0: Splatoon two approach, where it's based on the same engine as Splatoon one. Yeah. But they're like reskinning it and remake it. They made it. Oh, they're adding brand, new content. Yeah. Like they're yeah. adding new new muscle to the bone, right? Yeah, hundred percent. And even in Splatoon two, we were we we saw a lot of stages from Splatoon one, a lot of music from Splatoon one. Yeah. It was technically a sequel,
1: but. It wasn't like a it was it didn't feel like a generational sequel where mm. it's let's say going from a, a PS2 to a PS3 where yeah. there's like yeah. hand, like hand over fist differences because the Switch isn't that much of a graphical
2: leap from the Wii U. yeah. You could do these sequels without really having to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, I completely agree. I I'm just I, again the way I see it right now is a lot of it is going to stay the same. They're obviously going to update the characters and yeah. some of their moves. I hope
0: we see a more fo- uh, focus on like the original eight characters being revamped as opposed to adding more characters. Sure, I'd love to see more characters, but I really want to see them take a, a look at the Mario, the, the Link, the, yeah. the Metroid, uh, Samus.
2: How many how many of the Zelda champions do you think are going to be in the game?
0: I think they're going to be uh, part of Link's uh, moveset.
2: You think? Yeah. I think they'll trophies. Know. Well I, I wanna see trophies. I wanna see more of them. I think they would all be very, very different. I'd like to see um like I think like
0: Link's uh jump will be Rivali's Gale and that will be his uh his new uh instead of the, the spin? Yeah. Maybe cuz the boomerang's gone like he doesn't have a boomerang anymore. I think everything's going to be I, I could see
1: something. his second jump or his uh, I don't know if they'll take away his sword swing but maybe his second jump will look a little bit like Revolle's gale. Oh, 100% yeah. it will be Revolle's gale. And yeah. I think
0: we'll actually see Revolle maybe like, swirl around him or something. So,
1: uh, I could I could that that's actually an interesting idea.
2: I don't know. I mean, I I enjoy the idea, but I want I want to see I want to see Daruk. I want to play as Daruk. In yeah, a game. I'd love to I see Agora.
0: I'd like to see Princess Zelda as the new Princess Zelda. Yeah, or even like Skyward Sword Zelda. I no, just no, don't no. want to see the Twilight Princess Zelda anymore, for fuck's sake. So
2: yeah, no, no, no. The new Zelda is gonna be the Zelda. I can almost guarantee it. Just considering how everything has been going from Breath of the Wild. Yeah, from Breath of the Wild, they're gonna keep Sheik though. So Sheik is going to be that like old. Zelda, yeah, and Toon Link
0: will uh, be the original Link. He'll have the boomerang. He'll have all the the yep. move set that um, the regular Link has.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. I, I I don't know who else is gonna be like. I've been well, I've we'll been be begging at, for Isaac for so long. There'll He'll be at least twenty it. to thirty more Fire
1: Emblem characters. Oh, that's yeah. for, oh that's God. for certain.
0: And that's another thing with Isaac. I don't oh. want- more swordsmen! We need more swordsmen!
2: <laughs> yeah, that's another thing with Isaac. Like yeah. I don't want
0: to see another swordsman.
2: No, 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 no. Yeah, but. Okay, but anybody from the Golden Sun era. It's just sure. it's because it's because he's so different. Yes, he is going to be a swordsman, but at the end of the day, his his character and his powers are so very different from like everybody else around and being able to like do that like stone the hand push. push yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff or like dropping stones from the sky or like doing a bunch of other stuff that mm-hmm. was his moves in any of the Golden Suns. Like I'm sure we will see the like
1: jokes aside, I'm sure we will see the fire emblem characters from the more recent games, yeah, oh, for yeah. Maybe,
2: maybe like the, uh, the the characters from the mobile game, even maybe. Yeah, but does that mean they take out like Robin and um, what's her face? God damn it, Lucina! I I hope they take take out something. Like, there's just there's so many. I don't think we them. should uh-huh. get
0: Robin out because he's magic based and he doesn't have a sword. Mm-hmm. He, this. Robin, well, like he, he does. Well, he's the one with like like the spell not. book. Yeah, he's got a sword. Okay. He does have a sword, but he, he's they all happens, have to have like... swords. Yeah, but it's it's <laughs> yeah. more unique when. Uh, He's, I think, more unique than the other ones.
2: Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see as time goes on. I know we're going to be getting a, you know, a more detailed announcement probably in the next few months. Yeah, probably. But I'd also like to see like um, Mario
0: and Luigi revamped. Um, yeah, give Luigi like his vacuum as as his B attack. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. re- I want these characters rethought. Uh, give Mario Cappy. Make him. Make him brand new, make him kind of like Kirby, copy people's abilities or something, or take over take over a character for a certain amount of time.
2: Replace Pikachu with and Raichu. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no. see that happening.
0: No, it
1: won't happen. There's no way. No, but that would I'm be sure cool. there'll be a like a, a token po- new Pokemon
2: oh, character. Yeah. Snorlax? No, oh, I think they're going like, back it'll to uh um, newer. I have a feeling they're going back to the uh, the Pokemon trainer. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, so. you can't get rid of Charizard. He's like a staple now. Yeah, but Charizard is gonna be a piece of that. Or they go with all three and they put in Squirtle, Ivysaur, and Charizard as separate characters. Yeah, because they were they were all very very good characters. I don't think characters. so. I
1: don't see them going back to Gen One unless there's like I think it's much more likely <laughs> that you may see like some a new Pokemon from Alola or or even from yeah, the new generation. Even
0: from the new Pokemon Switch game, I wouldn't like I. It'd be pretty sweet if they announced one of the new Pokemon characters of the new game Through in, Switch. Like in, in, like, I could see like Incineroar
1: be cool. becoming a character. Like yes, that seems that would be awesome. yeah.
2: plausible to me. That or I mean, they've already done Decidueye. Yeah. Decidueye would be a great addition. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I see Mm -hmm. that's
1: much more likely than bringing back Pokemon Trainer. Because Pokemon Trainer was always inherently broken because of the. Tired system? Yeah, like when you were switching, like the tiring system, and when you're switching Pokemon, you're basically giving free shots to whoever was in the area. Yeah.
0: Fair. I'd also see, like, uh, what the the crazy character is, like the Duck Hunt, uh, the Fit trainer, Rob the Robot. Um, yeah, they've
1: really pulled out all the stops. That it's kind of it'll be very interesting to see what they pull out of the wings.
2: <laughs> I, yeah. I saw something on Reddit that made me crack up oh, about the one that with exact thing. Like John thing? Cena and no, everything on no, no, no. It. I mean that would be amazing, but no, you know the um, that little disclaimer they have at the beginning of all the Wii games and there's that guy there like always twisting around yes and yes thing. yes I saw that yeah that as a character would be the funniest thing they could possibly do yeah. for a new edition and like his moves are like the side to side swing yeah. and somebody was saying the final smash should be taking off the wristband of the Wii, U, of the <laughs> Wii <he> controller s- <laughs> yes. whipping it. yeah exactly yeah
0: I'd also like to see a uh the character from Labo the robot? The cardboard robot? Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I could see that. Maybe even, yeah. like, the child. Like, a having, like, a realistic child in, like, a big cardboard suit. I don't know. Yeah. That'd be kind of yeah. cool. That's okay. We're talking about Smash. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you guys want? Uh, hope's dreams? More. More! More. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I'd like to see... Uh, we're probably going to see characters from ARMS.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's definitely. Sure. definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's sure, a shoe-in. Sure, sure, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe we'll see a new Samus based off of a, a Metroid Prime... Uh, Samus Returns, or maybe off of Metroid Prime 4. Yeah, we'll see.
2: But yeah, uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see when, when, you know, we get more information. Yeah,
1: yeah so yeah. how about that Mario Tennis, huh? Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> totally forgot about Mario Tennis. Eh. <laughs> eh.
1: Eh. I don't know. I think it looks pretty cool.
2: It does. They added, like, the Super Smash to it, which is cool. Yeah. And, like, it just... Eh. eh. We'll and see. And they what? also added uh, bulges to... Luigi. Luigi. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a little unsettling, too. Yeah, Luigi's packing. Mm, mm, that's
2: nice. And on that note, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Polly, where can they find us? Uh, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and PodBay. Uh, if you guys want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us on Facebook. and uh, Our Instagram has been a little light recently, but it's we will okay. get back to it at some point, I hope. Will we? And, uh, okay. yeah, so Facebook, you can find us at Game & Watch It. Instagram, it's at Game & Watch It, but the word and, not the ampersand. Sweet.
0: And as always, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. And scene.